1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God, and it is the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am, seated right now in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, the place of authority, dominion, and power. I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine, and I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert, my spirit is receptive, so I'm taught the Word of God, my life is changed for the better, and I will never be the same again. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. We're going to pick up this evening. In 3 John 2 will be actually the first place we'll go. In these days we're talking about mastering money, and this evening and tomorrow evening my topic is... God's dream for you. Tell your neighbor, God's got a dream for you. And our topic this week, as it has been the last three years, is mastering money. God said to Cain before he murdered his younger brother over money, over the fact that Abel gave God his first fruits, whereas Cain gave God some of the fruit of his labor. God said to Cain in Genesis 4, 6, and 7, Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to master you. It desires to have you. But you must master it. And so I believe it's the same way with sin as it is with money. You've got to master it or it'll master you. Amen? And uh, so money will either master you or you will master money. I believe too many of God's people have allowed their lives, their hearts, their minds to be mastered by money. And I believe it is unnecessary and I believe there's a way of escape. Kenneth Hagin used to say the reason the Lord isn't doing any more in your life is because you're not believing him for any more. The miracle we have experienced here at Faith Christian Center in recent days, actually began in October of 2017 when Sue and I were packing to go to San Francisco. You know, we used to go to San Francisco for 10 days just to eat. Those days are gone forever, amen, because of the crime and everything going on there. But anyway, I was coming out of my office at the house, and the Lord directed my attention. I was coming out of the closet in my office at the house. The Lord directed my attention to the left, and to a book on the bookshelf. And I'd read that book before, but it was Oral Roberts' book, The Miracle of Seed Faith, and the Holy Spirit said, why don't you take that with you? And we did. And after rereading that book, I changed the way I was praying. And after I changed 
the way I was praying, the Lord spoke to me in January of 2018 and told me to quit fooling around and to get this building and this property paid off. And he challenged me to personally give a million dollars out of the $5.27 million we owed at that time. Now think about it. That was only not that many months ago. We owed five and a quarter million. And he told me how to do it without it costing me anything. Anybody here tonight, would you be interested in learning how to put an extra million dollars into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and it not cost you anything? See, God's plan of economics was designed literally to not cost the believer anything, but God's people haven't seen it. God's plan to fund the evangelism of the world was designed to not cost the believer a thing. But God's people have believed a lie of Satan that it's going to cost me. It's going to cost me to get saved. It's going to cost me to live for God. It's going to cost me to give into the gospel. It's going to cost me to tithe and all the rest of it. And they had a cost me mindset, and it was always unnecessary to begin with. And basically what the Lord told me in January of 2018 was right out of Oral Roberts' book, The Miracle of Seed Faith. Well, so 30 days go by, and apparently I was not praying and I was not talking correctly. So one day in prayer, actually it was on Tuesday, February 20, 2018, Sue and I had gotten away for the month of February for me to write the Holy Week Revival of 2018 and the Week of Increase 2018. And uh, the Lord laid it out for me one morning in prayer, how to believe God for a 100-fold return on the $10,000 we had given Fred and Betty Price on January 29, 2018. We didn't give it through the church. It was not a gift from our church. It was a gift from us personally to them personally. And uh, we gave it as a seed faith, believing God we would be able to give an extra million dollars into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to get Faith Christian Center paid off. Now, if you're interested in this, on Wednesday evening, August 26, 2020, in the series Faith and Prayer, I took the evening to share how the Lord taught me to pray that day in February of 2018 in a series that I'm teaching right now called Faith and Prayer, and that series is how you can learn how to pray and get results. You don't have to pray and not get results. You can pray and get results. Tell your neighbor, you can actually pray and get results. Now, the debt on this property in this building started at $12.1 million in 2006, and by the time we got to December of 2017, we had it paid down to $5.27 million, and the Lord said, I want you to quit fooling around and get it paid off. Well, I didn't think I was fooling around. I thought I was doing a good job. And when the Lord spoke to me in January of 2018 and told me to quit fooling around and get it all paid off, well, by the time we got to November of last year, 2020, in the year of the corona, the debt was completely paid off, and Faith Christian Center doesn't owe any man anything except the debt of love. Can somebody give the Lord a shout of victory? Well, how many of you would agree with me that uh, $5.27 million is a long way to go in however many months that was, 34 months or whatever it was? And my fathers in the faith have all gone on. They've all crossed over. They're all with the Lord, but they keep coming through for me over and over and over again. And you've heard all of this over and over and over again. 
And yet, how many have purchased Oral Roberts' book, The Miracle of Seed Faith? And how many have taken action and asked God how much of a seed you should sow toward a particular miracle you desire and change the way you were praying and test this out? You know, if I heard one of my fathers in the faith say that uh, this worked, well, I, I would test it out. I'd try it out. I'd see if it worked or not. Amen? Because it would be a father in the faith. My point in rehearsing this tonight is this. I changed the way I was praying. And since, the way I since I changed the way I was praying, I've received 94 miracles from the Lord. The debt on Faith Christian Center has been completely wiped out. Our personal net worth has gone up 82%, even though since December of 2017, Sue and I have personally given $2.895 million into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And somebody might be here tonight as a guest or visitor say, man, I'm not going to give anything into the offering because I don't want to make that preacher rich. Too late. <laughs> and the biggest miracle of all is, I mean, when I looked this up today, when I got up, the Lord had me change the introduction to this message today. When I looked this up, I thought, that's a lot. How did we do that and not ever miss it? I mean, you know, it's not like we sold our stuff. I'm talking about the blessing of the Lord. I thought y'all came down here on a Tuesday night to hear about the blessing of the Lord and how you could do more for the kingdom of God and give more into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and walk in the favor of God and not even miss the money. Amen. So Kenneth Hagin used to say the reason the Lord isn't doing any more in your life is because you're not believing him. For anymore. Now, if my illustrations are too much for you, well, go back and listen to old messages from two or three decades ago, and it'll be the same message, but the illustrations will be smaller numbers. The point is, you have to start. Tell the neighbor on the one side, you have to start. Tell the neighbor on the other side, you have to start. See, you'll never, if you don't start, you'll never get there. If you don't head out, you'll never get there. A lot of people have never even thought about using their faith beyond salvation. They don't know or haven't been taught that they can use their faith to receive the blessing of the Lord on their labor and on their finances. And so when God's people haven't been taught or haven't taken action on what Jesus actually taught on prayer, even in prayer, they don't use their faith. I mean, think about it. There are people here tonight, and you pray, but when you pray, you don't really use your faith. You're not really expecting. I mean, I have to admit, I think that's where we started out. That's where I started out. I mean, when we started out, when we got married, I was praying 10, 15 minutes a day, but I don't think I really expected anything. I was just making sure my sins were confessed and my sins were forgiven, and, you know, I was okay if the Lord came that day. But I don't think I was praying in faith. A lot of people pray all right, but they have never been taught, and they don't pray in faith. They don't use their faith. They don't exercise their faith when they pray. Now, life is always a struggle for them. They spend their entire lives going to God, begging and crying and bawling and squalling and scratching and pulling, and yet getting nothing, and they stay defeated. 
And then they go to church and some preacher teaches them that it's all the will of God and that they ought to blame it all on God as the will of God and they're suffering for the Lord or something. Well, it's all nonsense. And so even Sue and I went along for years and hardly had anything. The idea of believing God for finances simply, frankly, did not occur to us. And a lot of it was the people we were hanging out with at that time. Now, that sounds ridiculous, but how can I teach you the Word of God if I'm not honest with you about the pilgrimage we have lived through? And, and if I don't tell you about how we started, you might think we just have always been like this. Are you hearing me? The truth of the matter is we just kind of stumbled into it. You've heard me say that the first time Sue and I ever gave an offering to God above and beyond the tithe was 1977, our first full year of marriage, and we were behind. We were running behind, and uh, we were progressively going further behind, and we, we thought we could handle two cars, and we ventured out to buy a second car, and that car, of course, used, and it was just eating us alive. And so we sold it, and we had $1,400 left, but we still somehow, you get in a pattern. This is what I want you to get. You get in a pattern. And if you get in a pattern of not enough, you have to break that pattern. It's like a bad habit. And you get over here in the pattern of more than enough, and then that's a pattern. And that becomes a habit, and you get used to it. But we were in a pattern at that point where we were going backwards. And I told Sue that I felt like I was being nibbled to death by a duck. And I told her, I said, rather than see this money frittered away over the next few months, I'd rather just give it to God. I said, let's just give it to God and see what God will do. So there was no faith in it. It was desperation. Anybody here tonight ever give, give an offering to God in desperation? <laughs> well, actually, there's great power to it because the Lord wants to show out. And the Lord wants to prove his word. Are you hearing me, church? Well, I looked up my records from 1977, and I earned $5,350 working part-time that year while I was working on my master's degree full-time. And Sue made $5,134 working full-time while she was working on her bachelor's degree at TCU part-time. So for us, that $1,400 was the equivalent of seven weeks' pay, almost two months' pay. And you know what? Even though we weren't really operating in faith, we were just giving it to God to see what would happen. Within 30 to 45 days, somebody gave us a car to replace the one we had sold, and it was a much better car. It wasn't new, but it was nearly new, and it was under warranty. And you know what? God has been blessing us ever since. So I'm not in any way implying that people should start where Sue and I find ourselves today, what I'm saying is you can in faith and in God and by taking action on the Word of God work your way up to that level and even higher levels because with seed faith giving, there is no limit. Tell your neighbor, there are no limits in God. Tell the neighbor on the other side, there are no limits to faith and giving works and prayer works and confession works. I said giving works and prayer works and confession works. So with seed faith giving, there's no limit. There's no limit to what God can do in your life. There's no limit to the levels you can rise to in faith. Giving into the gospel is the way 
to multiply the efforts of your labor and to multiply your finances. You see, the blessings that Sue and I are enjoying today are simply coming because of the seed faith giving that we have done in years gone by. The bottom line is Sue and I began, and we got started, and in our giving, we had to pass our own money tests. Now, once we stumbled into that particular blessing in 1977, our lives changed because we set ourselves to approaching God in faith when dealing with Him on finances. Now listen to what I'm saying. We stumbled into that, but once we stumbled into it, it caught our attention, and then we began approaching finances, we began approaching money, we began approaching these things in a posture of faith. And then I began to go to the Word of God and study the Word of God with a purpose to find out how it worked. I learned from one of my daddies in the faith, Dr. Frederick K.C. Price, that if you find a principle out of the Word of God that works, it'll work every time. Because just like 2 plus 2 is always 4, when you find a principle out of the Word of God that works, that principle will work over and over and over. You could just work it till the cows come home because if it is a God principle, it is going to work every time. Are you hearing me? And, and, and God, and, and reaping, sowing and reaping is like what God designed in the earth. You know, God designed the earth so the earth doesn't care if the farmer is white or black or Islander or Malay or Chinese or Hispanic. The, the earth never looks up and says to the guy on the tractor, uh, hey, uh, where were you born or what was your what's your native language or what is your race? The earth doesn't care. It could even be a gal on the tractor. I don't think it could be somebody confused on the tractor, but it could be a gal on the tractor, and the earth doesn't care. Are you hearing me? The earth, so Satan will lie to you and tell you, well, Gene and Sue are special. Well, I guess that's kind of true, but that's not true when it comes to working faith and the faith principles of God out of the Word of God. When it comes to God, God shows favoritism to no man and no woman. Say it out loud. What one man can do, another man can do. Say it again. What one man can do, another man can do. Amen. Now you understand, I'm not talking about me trying out for the Olympics at age 65. But I think relative to other 65-year-old males, I'm in pretty good shape. So what one man can do, another man can do. But that's all relative on, you know, uh, the time of life. Amen? Are you hearing me? You understand? Amen. Don't, don't go nuts and say, well, so-and-so has had five wives, so I'm going to go have five wives. You've got to operate inside the parameters and the lanes of the will of God, and the will of God is known by the Word of God. But anything you can find, anything you can desire inside the lanes and the parameters of the will of God, which we discover in the Word of God, then you are free absolutely to go for it. And so over the years, I'd like to think we learned some things along the way. 
And that's why we're here this week. That's the only reason I'm here. Are you hearing me? Because I want to be a blessing to you. Our hearts are filled with 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. I want everybody in this church, and if you have to forgive me for it, well, ask the Lord to help you forgive me. I want everybody in this church to be healthy. I want everybody in this church to be sickness and disease free. I want everybody in this church to have all of their bills paid. I want everybody in this church to have all of their needs met. I want all, everybody in this church to have plenty in the reserves, plenty in retirement accounts. I want everybody in this church to have all their credit cards paid off. I want everybody in this church to have all their automobiles paid off. And I want everybody in this church to have their houses paid off. Amen. So I want to talk to you tonight, tomorrow night, about God's dream for you. God's dream for you is that you have an abundance and that you not live limited by what man says you ought to have or can have or should have. God can supernaturally cause people to do things on your behalf. Luke 6.38, we've been giving you... Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap, for with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. I saw a, a praise report just today. Somebody texted me a praise report. Somebody changed jobs, and uh, they got an 18% raise. I mean, this is normal stuff that goes on here at Faith Christian Center because we're teaching the Word of God. And of course, when people apply for a new position, they're not believing to go lateral. They're believing to move up. So it's a matter of faith. Whatever you do, do it with all of your heart, with all of your strength, with all of your might, but whatever you do, do it in faith. Now, if God could use ravens to feed his man Elijah... Surely God can find ways to bless you in your labor. Surely God can find ways to multiply your savings. And we know this from the Word of God. We find out in Deuteronomy 28.8 that God can actually command things to happen to you. That's what Jesus said. Give and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. King James says, will God cause men to give into your bosom? So God has the ability to command the blessing upon you. God has the ability to command the blessing on your labor. God has the ability to command the blessing on your barns. Most of you don't have barns, but you have savings accounts. Deuteronomy 28, 8, the Lord shall command the blessing upon thy, thee and thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Say it out loud, the Lord commands the blessing. In fact, shout it out loud five times, the Lord commands the blessing. We're the prophets of our own lives. I stood up here, I don't know how many months back, and I said this pestilence would pass us right on by. I said that this pestilence had nothing to do with us. And we've lost nobody to it. We've had no trouble in the church because of it. We've had no issues in the school because of it. 
and we have just carried on like normal. You know why? Because we're not confessing that it has anything to do with us. We're confessing that it has nothing to do with us. And the Lord our God commanded protection over us. And the Lord our God commanded the blessing over us. And the Lord our God commanded prosperity over us. And so while other people had a bad year, we had the greatest year we've ever had in our entire lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, Pastor, don't you feel a little bad about it? No. No, because you know what? You can get a Bible anywhere. You don't even have to go to the drugstore to buy a Bible anymore. You can get it online. Amen. So the Bible is out there for people who want to read it, get it, read it, confess it, believe it, and take action on it. It's not the will of God that you live without. Tell your neighbor, it's not the will of God that you live without. Tell the neighbor on the other side, it's not the will of God that you live without. You're not to be a poor, weak worm of the dust. And the reason is because we have a great task. We have been given a great commission. Say it out loud. We have been given a great commission. See, a lot of God's people are living a little life. And the reason is because they never tied on to a great Agenda. They never tied on to a great work. They never tied on to a great commission. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's awful harsh, Lord. I, I, if you'll forgive me and not bring that back to me, I think I'll just pass that. Amen. He's, uh, the Lord can be tough. Tell your neighbor, the Lord can be tough. But I'm, unless he brings it back to me, I'm just going to pass that. Amen. See, we've been charged in these last days. Okay, there he goes. A lot of people, a lot of people like being a part of a dinky deal. Here we go. They like, they like to be a member of, you know, the first church of dinky. Because nobody's got a vision. Nobody's lifting up a vision. Nobody's really raising millions of bucks. I think I'm going to leave this place because, you know, he's not humble. He doesn't ride a donkey. He doesn't wear sandals. I'm going to go down to the first church of Dinky. And you know what else? I don't even know how you get to be on the board here, but I bet I could go down to the first church at Dinky and give them $100 a month and get on the board. Like John Osteen used to say, maybe you can run Doty, but you're not running me. And I can't say that because ain't nobody running Sue. I, I still can't get her to do what I want her to do. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of people like to tie on to a little thing. But we're not doing little here. Because we have a great God and we have a great commission. Hallelujah. And we have a great Jesus and we have a great Holy Spirit and the work of God is a great thing to be involved in. Can I get an amen? Can I get a better amen? Hallelujah. So we're not doing dinky. I don't even know if that's a word. 
We have been commanded to reach the unreachable, touch the untouchable, and love the unlovable. We have been charged by God in these last days to thrust the sickle into the harvest fields of God and to reap a great harvest before the coming of the Lord. Because, brothers and sisters, this is it. And we can do it because we have a big God. I said we can do it because we have a big God. God is so great, God can lift you up financially to where after you tithe and after you give every financial gift God tells you to give, you can look back across the year behind you and you wake up and realize you never even missed the money. That's what I'm preaching here this week. You can do more than you ever thought you could do. You can earn more than you ever thought you could earn. You can tithe more than you ever thought you could tithe. You can give more into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ than you ever thought you could give and look in the rear view mirror and say, my gosh, I can't hardly believe that because we never miss the money. When I got to work on Tuesday, January 5 this year, the office gave me a number that blew my mind. I couldn't even believe the number. They told me that in 2020, in the year of the corona, Sue and I had given Faith Christian Center $826,000. I couldn't believe it. And I'm in charge. I couldn't believe it, and I'm the faith guy around here. But you know, we're just doing our thing. We're giving to this, we're giving to that. We're double tithing on this and double tithing on that. And we get to the end and I thought, oh my gosh. Hallelujah. And sister, we never sold a thing. Hallelujah. Never sold a thing. Amen. Never sold a thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In a year when our personal debt went down by 26%. In a year when our cash went up by 16%, Sue and I were able to personally give $826,000 into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Is anybody at all interested in finding out how you can change levels financially? Tell your neighbor, debt ought to be going down. Cash ought to be going up. And I stood right here, Holy Week Revival 2020, we weren't e even able, allowed to meet in person. And I said, I said, at the end of this year, our debt will be down at Faith Christian Center, our cash will be up at Faith Christian Center, personally our debt will be down, our cash will be up. And I said, anybody who believes, hears these words of mine, and believes these words of mine, and confesses these words of mine, and acts like... What I'm saying will come to pass. It'll come to pass in their life too. And it was only days later I said the church would be paid off by the end of the year. And uh, we kept trying to drag it out, you know, to, to kind of make it a special day before we got to Anniversary Sunday. But finally, you know, we're just dragging it out. And finally a brother showed up and said, you know, forget all this dragging it out stuff here. Pay it off. Hallelujah. 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 So we didn't even get to Thanksgiving, and it was all paid off. I mean, that's nuts. 
Somebody might say, that's nuts. We didn't even miss the money. How is that even possible? Someone might say, Pastor Gene, you just had a great year in investments. To which I would reply, 2020, the year of the coronavirus fear fest and panic porn, was strewn with many, many opportunities to make wrong decisions and investments. But my great and gracious Heavenly Father gave me the promise of Joshua 1.8, the ability to deal wisely in the affairs of life. 2020 for me and for this church and for this congregation was a year of miracles. What was for the world a year of curse was for us right here at Faith Christian Center a year of miracles. Can somebody shout glory to God? And get this, in the year of the corona, Faith Christian Center was able to pay off all of its debt. Everything here is paid for. The only thing Faith Christian Center owes any man is the debt of love. Now, Gene and Sue still owes some money, but Faith Christian Center owes no money. Not only that, in the year of the coronavirus, fear, fest, and panic porn, the donated income at Faith Christian Center went up by 51%. You can't shout over that? I mean, that's nuts. I said, that's nuts. See, while the world's over here doing crazy, we're over here doing faith. Are you hearing me? And obviously, because the churches aren't preaching the Bible anymore, you could hardly go to Houston and hear John Osteen without, him, without hearing him say this, the eyes of the Lord look to and fro throughout the earth because the Lord is looking for someone to bless. And apparently with less word out there, well, the Lord's having to look harder to find somebody to bless. But right here at uh, U.S. Highway 287 and Eden Road in Arlington, Texas, we got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, and we are qualified for the Lord to bless us. Hallelujah. And so the windows of heaven are open above us. Hallelujah. And I've got joy, joy, joy down in my heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless coming in, bless going out. Hallelujah. Unaffected by the fear, unaffected by the panic, unaffected by the pandemonium. Hallelujah. Shout it out loud. We're blessed of the Lord. I, th I think we have members here who don't realize the extent to which God has blessed us here at Faith Christian Center with supernatural power, supernatural protection, supernatural blessing, and supernatural prosperity. 2020 for the world was a year of curse, but for Faith Christian Center, 2020 was a year of supernatural covenant blessing. And I have to admit, I have to admit, I got over into January of 2021 and I thought, Oh, brother, donated income was up 51%. Oh, brother, you know, was that like a, a wave? Was that like a special kind of a blessing of the Lord? And I'm here to tell you, 2021 is smoking 2020. And you understand those rich, ungodly people aren't sending us any money. 
It's the people of God, blessed by the Lord. It is the people of God, blessed by the Lord. Amen. 2020-20 was a Malachi 3.18 year, a Malachi 3.18 year of manifestation. Malachi 3.18 says, and you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. There is not just a distinction between the righteous and the wicked. There is a distinction between those who serve God and those who do not. There is a distinction between those who believe the word of God and those who do not. There is a distinction between those who walk by faith and those who walk by sight. There is a distinction between those who walk by faith and those who walk by fear. There is a distinction between those who obey God and those who do not obey God. There is a distinction between those who are doers of the word of God and those who are not doers of the word of God. There is a distinction between those who walk in financial covenant with God and those who do not walk in financial covenant with God. And I want to be on the right side of this thing. And I want to be on the right side of this thing from this day to my last day. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 28, 8, the, the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Shout it out loud five times. The Lord commands the blessing. The Lord commands the blessing. The Lord And as I got into 2021, I was so amazed by what God had done, not just for Faith Christian Center in 2020, but in our lives personally in 2020. On Thursday, February 4, 2021, we had Austin drive us over to our old seminary apartment at 4084 Meriden, Fort Worth, and Sue and I knelt down on the sidewalk, and we lifted our hands, and we lifted our voices, and we gave our Father God the credit, the glory, and the honor for how far he had brought us since 1976. There were seminary students, saw us kneeling down there, lifted our hands, praying, you know, they just smiled and waved, you know, totally normal, amen? In, in a year of the masquerade and social distancing and all the nuttiness, here are these people, you know, these older folks kneeling down on the sidewalk, there, what, you know, and they just thought, you know, it must be believers, God bless. <laughs> Hallelujah. Since we got married, Sue and I have given over $7 million into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ ourselves personally, and Faith Christian Center has put over $12 million into the mission fields of God, and here we are on 55 acres and a $20 million property, and I'm here to tell you, we haven't missed a thing, we haven't missed a meal, we haven't missed a vacation, we haven't missed a thing, because the Lord commanded the blessing. Are you hearing me, church? The Lord commanded the blessing. And now we're just up and rolling. I feel like I just came to where I know what I'm doing. Hallelujah. 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 
God, the Lord's got more. Tell your neighbor, the Lord's got a dream for you. Tell the neighbor on the other side, the Lord's got a dream for you. Yeah. Shout out loud, God's got a dream for me. And God, God's dream for you, how could such a great God, how could such a mighty God, how could such a wonderful Father have a puny vision for your life? We've been given a great task, and people haven't seen it. They've never seen themselves as paymasters in the kingdom of God. They've never seen themselves as engines of prosperity for the kingdom of God. We've been given a great task. We've been given a great commission. We are to go and tell. Look at Matthew 28, 5. Matthew 28, 5, the angel said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who is crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Then look at what the angel said. Come and see the place where he lay. Come and see. Come and see the place where he lay. Then in Mark 16, 15, and Jesus said unto them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So this is what it's about. Come and see, go quickly, and go tell. Come and see, go quickly, and go tell. We ought to come and see that the Lord is alive. Prove it out. Test it out. Believe the Word of God. Take action on the Word of God. Confess the Word of God. Come and see that the Lord is alive, and then go quickly and tell that Jesus is alive. Here at Faith Christian Center, we're not running a bless me club. Yes, we see from the word of God that God's dream for his children is that they be blessed without apology. Not going to apologize for it. I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm not going to apologize for the fact that I am his son and I am blessed by the Lord. I'm not going to apologize for it. But that's not the end of it. That's not the end of it. See, the, the blessing of the Lord has gotten to be a destination for too many people. It's not a destination. It is a beginning. We see from the Word of God that God's dream for His children is that they be blessed. But we also see from the Word of God that God's dream for His people is that they be a blessing. God said to his man Abraham in Genesis 12, 2, I will bless you, I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless you, and you will be a blessing. Listen to what he said. And this is all the way back in Genesis 12, 2. And the, God's people of that tribe, they never saw it. They never saw it. I've never seen any evidence of it. They're interested in getting blessed, but they're not interested in being a blessing. And now God's New Testament people for 2,000 years have been doing that also, except they left out the be blessed part. 
But I go to the book of Hebrews, and I find out that in the new covenant, we have a better covenant, we have a superior covenant, we have a better high priest, we have a superior high priest, and we have better promises. But all these 48 years of preaching the gospel, God's people have been getting inferior results. But I say without apology that the days of God's people having less than the world have come to an end at Faith Christian Center. And from this day to our last day, we're walking in the blessing of the Lord. And the Lord our God is commanding the blessing over us. And we are going to be blessed. And we are going to be a blessing. Can I get a shout of amen? Can I get a better amen? You got to see it to walk in it. That's why we're doing this week. You can't walk in it if you don't see it. I will bless you. I will make your name great. And you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. I will bless you. And you will be a blessing. Have you noticed, even though we've got folks watching these services from all over the world, have you noticed we don't even try and do an offering? Amen. It's all paid for, baby. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God has so blessed this congregation. Amen. We, we don't need to send you an envelope. We don't need to solicit a thing. Hallelujah. Because the blessing of the Lord is on this house. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. And if they go online and they tell us they gave their heart to the Lord, we send them God's very own child. You know, we're not asking for a thing. See, I will bless you. God says, I will bless you and I will make you a blessing. Hallelujah. The devil thinks the internet is for him. I could name some famous names of some billionaires, and they think it's for them. But the Internet is all about the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Because we've got folks watching us in countries where churches are not even allowed. So the gospel is going around the world. I said the gospel is going around the world. Hallelujah. This is God's dream for your life. Tell your neighbor, God's got a dream for you. Tell the neighbor on the other side, God's got a dream for you. And I'll tell you this, because we have a great God, and because we got a great big Jesus, and because we got an all-powerful Holy Spirit of God, it's not a little vision, it's not a little dream, it's not about parking in Dinkyville. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I came down to this house tonight to tell you that God wants to bless you like God has never blessed you before. Hallelujah. God, my Father God, wants to open up the windows of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough to contain it.
The purpose of prosperity is that we be a blessing. So the Lord's prompted me to go back and tell a story. You know, when Sue and I got married, you could buy, back then you can't relate to these, this terminology, but you could buy a, the second level of Fox and Jacobs home. You could buy a flare home in southwest Arlington over here for $40,000. And I've often thought about this, and you know, we don't complain about it, but we, we talk about it between the two of us, that my dad could have wrote a check for $20,000. And never missed it. And Sue's dad could have wrote a check for $20,000, never missed it. But we just scratched and clawed and slugged it out. And I mean, I have no idea how long it took to just get our net worth to $40,000. It's unbelievable. Because even though they were both well off, neither one had a vision. Well, first off, to get, have a vision, you need to be born again. You know, that would help. And then that won't even get the job done. Because I know a lot of believers ain't got no vision. So then you got, then you got to, then you got to have a, a giving heart. You got to be like God. See, that's it. That's it. That's the problem. To, to be a, a, to be like God, you got to be a lover and you got to be a giver. And if you're a lover and a giver, you're not thinking about you 24-7, 365. And I remember back, man, we didn't have anything. But I remember talking to, uh, telling Sue, man, I, I want to I be able to be a blessing to my children. I don't want my children to go through this. I don't want my children to have to scratch and claw and, you know, uh, to, to just try and make it. And wait to have children. Because, you know, you're scratching and clawing. And then can't have too many children. Because, you know, you're scratching and clawing, and how many children can you fit in the apartment and all of that? I had a vision. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I saw over the years that, that God will just do whatever I can believe him to do. Amen. Because the problem is, see, if I got this, if I got this great big God, the, the limit to the whole deal is not God. The limit to the deal is me. That's right. So I got to get, T.L. Osborne told me, he said, he asked me when we were building our house, he said, now how big is that office going to be? And I told him, he said, good. He said, you cannot think big thoughts in a little room. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And even though I share upstairs with Austin, it's a big room. You cannot think, you cannot think big thoughts in a little room. You cannot go into your little cubicle lavatory and have a great big vision. Amen. You got you to get in a big place. Hallelujah. You got to get in a big place. And I'll tell you what, you know, I'm just surprised, frankly. I'm just surprised with all these churches closed. You know, it just took all these months to scratch and claw back up. We're now within 11% of our attendance in 2019. I just don't get it. Because I'll tell you what, man, I'd be here. I'd be here just to not wear a mask. I'd be here, you know, forget about it. Hallelujah. Just to be normal, I would be here. Hallelujah. But then I would be here anyway because I've always wanted to be a success and I've always wanted to do well and I've always liked fast cars. You know, I'm not big on fast women, but I like fast cars. And so I'd be here. If all you people watching online locally would just, you know, 
Get off your blessed assurance and get your automobile, amen. amen. Charge it and get over here, amen. amen. Then uh, we, we could have us some church, you know, amen. because there's something about being in the house of the Lord. There's something about being in the fellowship of brothers and sisters in the Lord. Are you hearing me? Amen. I love it. I love it. Hallelujah. Because this is my real family. Now, that bunch I'm related to, I don't know about that, but you know, this is my family, man. I, 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 I don't have one family member I can talk to about the things of God. I don't have one family member I... Forget about it. I don't have one family member that I can talk to about giving. You know, I just kind of got to not say much about that because they think, well, you got so much. No, 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 that's not, that's not welfare. This is for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen? Are you hearing me tonight? Say it out loud. We got a great big God, and we've got a great big Jesus, and we've got an all-powerful Holy Spirit, and God has given us a great commission. So we got to stop living a little life and having a little vision. Amen. Because our Father's waiting. How can all this crazy stuff be going on? How can they be abusing children like they're abusing and the rapture hasn't happened? Because the Lord's waiting. James 5, 7. Be patient then, brothers, until the Lord's coming. <laughs> I'm being patient, Lord. I say I am. Amen. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop and how patient he is for the autumn and spring rains. You too be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. Don't grumble against each other, brothers, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. So God is waiting. God is waiting. God is waiting. God is waiting for the precious fruit of the earth. And the precious fruit of the earth is people. And let me tell you what, the exact same body of the Lord Jesus Christ that did not have a vision for prosperity is the exact same body of the Lord Jesus Christ that never had a vision for being a blessing and they never had a vision for reaping the harvest of God. God is waiting for something. God is waiting for the precious fruit of the earth and the precious fruit of the earth is people. Now God has done his part and Jesus has done his part, and the Holy Spirit of God has done his part. He came on the day of Pentecost, and he's been with the church ever since. Now God is waiting for us to do our part. And if we don't do our part, millions will go to hell forever without Jesus Christ. So I came down here to ask this question, will Faith Christian Center do its part in this last hour. See, the believer's job is to carry the gospel to the entire world. Matthew 28, 18, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you and surely I am with you to the very end of the age. And I know, I know that 
We're not doing the new thing. I know, I know. You know, the new thing, you know, don't have the Bible in the messages. And even if you sneak in a half a verse of the Bible, don't quote the passage because, you know, you got to keep everybody ignorant so they can't go look it up and see if you know what you're talking about. And, you know, dress like you're going to Life Fitness and your wife dressed like a 17-year-old hooker. We're not doing any of that. We're not doing any of that. We're just going with what God said. We're just going with Jesus said. And we are preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are winning people to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we're teaching them to obey. Because the Lord is waiting for the harvest of the earth. And the harvest of the earth is not wheat or corn or any of that. The harvest of the earth is people. Jesus said, go. Jesus said, make disciples. And Jesus said, teach them to obey. And God said to Abraham, I will bless you and I will make you a blessing. I want you to see that God's got a dream for your life. And I want you to see that these two things are to operate in tandem, the blessing of the Lord being a blessing, the blessing of the Lord and the Great Commission. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God doesn't mind how much you have left if you will give him a tithe of what crosses your hands, and then you will give into the gospel as led by the Holy Spirit of God. God doesn't care what you have left. God doesn't care what you live in. God doesn't care what you drive. God doesn't care how you fly. God doesn't care about any of that as long as you will give him a tithe of everything that crosses your hands and you will obey him as he leads you to give above and beyond that tithe. The Lord doesn't care about what you have left over. Now, little, little small-minded Christians who have got an itty-bitty dinky vision for their life, they'll line up and judge you. And they'll judge where you live, and they'll judge what you drive, and they'll judge all of it. But they are not the judge coming up at the judgment seat of Christ. They are just the barking dogs, and they are the murmurers, and they are the Judas Iscariots crying out, why this waste? But we're not answering to them, and we're not living our lives by their opinion. We're not going by likes on Facebook. We are living our lives for the judgment seat of Christ. The day is coming. The Lord Jesus is coming, and he's going to snatch his people up out of this earth. He's going to snatch his family up out of this earth, and we're going to a wedding feast, and we're going to the judgment seat of Christ. And we're living for that day. Hallelujah. We're living to make our lives acceptable unto him and not make our lives acceptable to the barking dogs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We serve a great God. He is a great king. He wants to bless his people, and he wants to make you a blessing. But you have to know about it. You have to know about it. You have to hear the word preached to believe it. So you have to go and you have to tell and then you have to make disciples. Hallelujah. 
Now I know I'm, I'm talking about two things simultaneously, but this is what I've been saying this week. We got to live our life with one foot in the world because Jesus said, occupy till I come. Then we got to live our lives with one foot over here in eternity because we know that the time is short. Tell your neighbor, the time is short. Tell the neighbor on the other side, the time is short. Yeah, I love it. I have more peace than I've ever had in my entire life. I love it. I love it. I love it. I go to bed every night expecting to wake up in heaven, and I'm not talking about croaking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I look at my phone, and I check what time it is in Jerusalem. I, I figure, well, he may come in the morning over there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a thing, but I know this. I'm ready. Hallelujah. Some glad morning when this life is o'er, I'll fly away. Hallelujah. 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 There'll be no more dying. There'll be no more crying. There'll be no more sighing. There'll be no nursing homes. Hallelujah. Our children will be safe. Hallelujah. The devil will not be able to touch them on that side with drugs or porn or, or puberty blockers or any of it. Hallelujah. But, 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 we can't get too focused on that because we got to live right here in the now. We've got to live and occupy till he comes. And, I'm, and we've got to live like He's going to delay another year or two and win the lost. Go. We've got to go. And we've got to tell. And we've got to make disciples because we want to go. We want to take as many with us as we can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you see how this is completely pleasing to the Lord? to be a witness, to be blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To be unafraid. Hallelujah. To be blessed of the Lord. To be a blessing. Hallelujah. To have all of your needs met. To have all of your bills paid. Hallelujah. And let your light shine. So God is not prospering this congregation just so we can hoard money and watch our debt go down and watch our cash go up and watch our net worth go up and be self-satisfied with our financial accomplishments. I say to you tonight, even if we had a mind to do that, there's not enough time to do that because the night is coming. The night is coming. Everywhere you look, all over the earth, you look at Australia, you look at New Zealand, heck, just look at Arkansas, look at Alabama. I mean, the night is coming when no man can work. All around us, darkness is falling. The media giants are shutting down anything they don't agree with. We must work while it's day. We've got to earn it. We got to make it. We got to give it. We got to tithe it. We got to save it. We got to invest it. We got to multiply it. And then we've got to go and we've got to tell and we've got to make disciples of all nations. Hallelujah. Because these are the end times. My brothers and sisters in the Lord, these are the end times. I'm telling you, this is it. 
God's big show is about to open. Hallelujah. And this is it. But we want to win as many as we can and reach them with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you haven't figured it out, man, these people, these crazy people, man, they're committed. You try and talk to them. You know, Austin's so nice. He talks about, you know, telling people that aren't crazy about St. Paul's. I'm telling you what, the world out here, they're committed. The problem is the world out here is more committed to their insanity than Christians are committed to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you don't believe me, go home and read the book of Revelation in one sitting and you read about the vials, and you read about the bowls, and you read about the angels, and you read about a quarter of the population of the earth dying, then you, three chapters or so later, you read about a third of the population of the earth dying, and you read all that, but one thing you do not see in the book of Revelation, not one time, not one time, not one time, you do not read about anybody repenting. They are committed. And the problem is, frankly, they have been more committed to their insanity than Christians have been committed to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. But I'll tell you what, man, we're just going whole hog here. Hey, man, hallelujah, because he proved it last year. I said the Lord my God proved it last year. He protects us. He blesses us. He prospers us. And the same God that protected us last year and the same God that prospered us last year and the same God God that blessed us last year. He is prospering us this year. He is protecting us this year. He is blessing us this year. And he is going to prosper us. And he is going to bless us. And he is going to protect us from this day until the day Gabriel blows his trumpet. And Father God says those three words, come up hither. Can you give the Lord a shout of victory tonight? Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.